critical conversation is a conversation that, it, that reveals important content, not only about ourselves, but about other people. Critical conversations edify, heal, and provide substance. Join Latanya Harris Gooden as she introduces us to critical conversations right here on Trailblazing Radio. Hello, everybody. This is LHG. I am just coming to let you know that I am an independent paparazzi jewelry consultant. You didn't know that, did you? Well, now you know. So I would love to be your personal jewelry lady. Paparazzi is an amazing company. We sell nickel and lead free jewelry. We are known for our $5 bling, but you just need to know there is an exclusive Z collection that's $25. It's the bling of all bling. When you're really going out on the town and you want to show up absolutely fabulous. So we have items for women, for men, and for young fashionistas out there. We don't discriminate. If you need it, I'm sure we got it. You have the opportunity to follow my page on Facebook called Polished on Purpose, a VIP group. Follow my personal page, because Tanya here is good. And I have my own website that is at your disposal 24-7. So many ways to shop. So let me be the one that makes sure you are accessorized the way you should be. Because I want you to be published on purpose. My mentor always tells me, when you show up, people are checking you out. They're watching you. So why not be polished, be poised, be purposeful? Glam it up with pop, honey. I got what you need. everybody good evening unto you and thank you for tuning in it is myself lhg and my girl simone hey simone hey lhg how are you i'm doing well praise the lord my power is on that thing awesome last night and i started to go into a warfare like no lord no lord (laughs) Like I just started clapping that thing. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. We lost power nope. like last night, a couple weeks ago, and we need your power, Lord. We need your power. Exactly. Power. And that part. Jesus. 
So good evening, everyone. I am so grateful that you are tuning in. Please like and subscribe. Go on over to YouTube if you're not already there and subscribe to Trailblazers with the Z Radio. And I'm on YouTube too. Critical Conversations with LHG is on YouTube. So subscribe to mine too. And then go over to Facebook and like our pages. Welcome to Critical Conversations. Conversations presents dealing with grief. Yes, yeah, heavy. We are going to talk about navigating through grief the right way. Good grieving. Yes, there, there is a, a way to grieve in a good way to maneuver through it. It's a human experience. We cannot avoid it. Death is the end of life. So we need to talk about it tonight. We're going to unpack it, unpeel it. And then we're going to go into how do we cherish and really pay close attention to those who are still here. Mm -hmm. I'm taking folks for granted. We feel as though people are going to be permanent in our lives forever, but everybody has an expiration date. So we want to give people their flowers, express our love to them while we can see them, hear them. They can see us, hear us, smell the flowers, so, yes, it might be a little emotional today, but let me tell you this. These magnetic eyelashes, <laughs> I put on some extra glue for the journey. Okay? Don't start today, LHG. I put on some extra glue. I was in there praying over these lashes. Y'all see my seven new naps? Oh, Lord. Welcome to the show, my seven new naps across my edges here. I'm thanking God for my edges that are coming back slowly, but ever so surely. And I honor the Lord for my edges. Amen. You mean edges. I mean the, the edges for real. Like when you say no to stuff and start letting stuff go, your hair shall grow. <laughs> that thing to preach for 1999. If Period. you know, your hair will grow. Huh? <laughs> Hashtag let it grow. Huh? Oh my God. Let it grow. Let it grow. Listen. listen LHG. LHG. I'm a, okay. Listen. I my red lipstick on. This color is called, you ain't even saved no more. Red. Oh. But I got it on. You know what? Hello, Hello somebody. <laughs> so, anywho, let's pray some on because I'm I gotta talk to the Lord about this one. Father, say Woo, Father, in the name of Jesus, you are such an amazing God. I thank you for my sister, Simone, who brought this topic to me. And you know, Lord, you and I have been talking about this topic as well and how to approach it. So I'm glad you gave me the, the nudge by sending my sister my way. So today, Lord, as we dive into the areas that are uncomfortable, as we talk about the things that give us that lump in our throat and make us emotional, guide us through the conversation. Let it not be so triggering, but confession breeds healing. So as we unpack this grief thing, and as we talk about our loved ones, help us to heal. Let it be a salve on the wounds of grief. And God, help us to learn how to cherish our family, our friends who are still here. Let us be open and honest about how much we love them, appreciate them, and how much wisdom they've given us. We don't want to hold that back and wait until they're in a casket and we want to go to the podium and give remarks about someone who should have known how they felt. We got to tell them. 
We got to tell them how we feel about them. We got to show them and tell. Show and tell. So, God, we thank you for this network. I thank you for our CEO. I thank you for Coco and her healing and for Minister Quint. I thank you for our, our shows and our connections and our impact. And we will forever give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Speaking of Coco Fenton, if you did not know, our sister gave her testimony a couple weeks ago about an autoimmune disease that she has been dealing with on a daily basis for several years. It causes her a lot of pain. Um, her digestive tract doesn't work appropriately, so eating is not easy. So it does affect her quality of life. And we did a GoFundMe. I'm going to uh, put it in the chat. And we need your help. Thank you to everyone that has already given. We appreciate you. And we are moving forward. Please share it. If you can't uh, give monetarily, sharing is caring. Getting it on your platforms and getting it out there to the world is caring and loving the situation. We love her. We love her. We don't love what's happening to her. Love you, Coco. We love her, but not what's happening to her. Help us to show love to our sister by donating and or sharing, right? Simone, let me just tell y'all about Simone. Simone is, if there was a, a Trailblazers membership, you <laughs> will have a gold card, platinum card, just, just free access to so much. Listen, <laughs> listen, I'm listen. telling you, this young lady here, is absolutely amazing. She supports us all. And when I came aboard uh, to Trailblazers, I noticed that Simone, she always in here. She holds down the comments, honey. She <laughs> directs the traffic. She makes sure things what it should be. And everyone doesn't have to be nice to you and support you. So on behalf of the team, Simone, we thank you. We love no you. Appreciate you because you really show us how much you have enjoyed our platform, and we pray we can continue to bring content. Hey, Quint, continue to bring content. Hey, Quint, to you that's inspirational. Uh, it can be somewhat uncomfortable, but for us, we bring it anyway because you know silence hasn't been golden for everybody. Yeah. Sometimes we've been harboring so much like grief. Yeah, we get sick literally in our body and we have to learn how to let things go and talk things out. I don't know where communication has gone. With technology, we are talking through texting, we are emailing and we're doing all other kind of stuff, but no one talks too much anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love podcasting because you can cut us on while you cleaning your greens. You can cut us on while you ironing your church dress in the car, on your way to work, whatever. You can put us on and listen and, you know, and just tune in. It's just that easy. Now, every podcast may not be your cup of tea and that's okay. Every radio station is not my cup of tea. Right. You know, and it's all right. It's a plethora of, of opportunity out here for you to tune in to Fred, to Quint and Coco, to myself, to all of us. And I'm sure there's something that you can resonate with, you know? So I would love you to like and share. I would love to get our, our platform out into other parts of the world. And you can help us do that by sharing. I would like to see us reach 1 
100 subscribers by Sunday, tomorrow. Can you do that? Help us. We, we close. We close. So help us to get there. All right. So tonight's topic of grief, it's a heavy one, but it's a necessary discussion because I believe for myself, I have not 100% understood, Lord, why, you know, I want to be strong for my, my mom, but how am I going to grieve? And, you know, it's so many misconceptions about grief. So we're going to have a practical perspective and then we're going to go to the word of God about how we can be healed from that. But I want to open the floor to just letting you know we're talking about grief. We are also going to dedicate this show to our loved ones who have gone before us. I would love to dedicate this show to Ruthie Mae Carter. That is my mom's mom. Uh, she passed in 98. To Flora Harris, that is my dad's mom. To my dad, um, technically stepdad, but he really was my dad, who passed in 2015, Minister Grant King. My grandfather passed away, Joe Carter. Uh, the most recent loss I had, um, oh, and my other grandmothers, Catherine Haskins and Joan Mills. I got honorary grandmothers. Last December, we lost my uncle Willie Finch, it's still weird saying that. And I also want to dedicate this to him as well. Uh, Simone, who would you like to dedicate this show to today? Listen, <clears throat> I got a whole list. We'll be, here. We'll be here all day. We got time. <laughs> we'll be here all day naming these people. Um, Recently, and this is the hardest part because his, his anniversary will be this month. Wow. My grandfather. Okay. Um, he passed last year, March 6th to be exactly. So his anniversary will be Monday. Okay. Um, so okay. that's the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Um, his wife passed mm -hmm. in 2010. Okay. Um, July 2010. <sighs> um, like I said, I got a whole list. Um, my mom's mom. Mm-hmm. Died in 2017, mm -hmm. unfortunately, on my birthday, but mm, sorry. it is what it is. I know. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember the timeline of everybody. Uh, I can't remember everybody's timeline. That's okay. Don't worry about timelines. <laughs> Don't worry about that. But yeah, so. Okay. Let's let's start the discussion with this. You know, I'm I'm really big on getting information, and mm -hmm. I am not a therapist. I am not a physician, but I like to find information that brings perspective to our topics, and we kind of flow from there. So, right. here's what the uh, health agenda says it's hcf.com.au. There are seven stages of grief according to the health agenda. Loss affects us all. And it's one of the most traumatic life events. Here's I agree. I agree. And there are seven stages that of grief. And this article is going to help us walk through the stages. Now, let me just say this, because I know human beings. Yes, there may be seven stages. And don't be so spooky spiritual. Girl, what stage you in? You know, <laughs> don't be so 
be spiritual like it like that. Let's just talk it through. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this information is the be all end all. Mm-hmm. I'm just opening a conversation for us to understand grief. Right. Because I believe that we just see grief as I can't leave the house. I don't want to eat. I can't sleep. We got to figure out why though. And how do we get through that? Because I just happen to believe that even though we lose those we love, they would want us to go on. Absolutely. I just believe that. I mean, and, and, and the people who we've buried in my family, especially my grandmother on my mom's side, she was very uh, important in my raising and my upbringing. As a matter of fact, she was kind of a, a mother to me in terms of nurture and care. So I know for a fact, because of our conversations, mm-hmm. she would not want me to just be stagnant and crying all the time. And I can't, do, listen, I can't do that. Most of our family, I believe if not all, would want us to live on. So one way to honor them is to keep going. Definitely. Keep going. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. None of the human experience is easy if you ask me. Let's just keep it clear. Come on. Know that it's difficult to deal with death because we are accustomed to a pattern. Mm-hmm. having certain people in our life going certain places, doing certain things and grandparents, I, I can't speak for any other community, but in the African-American community, it seems as though grandparents end up being surrogate parents because of a lot of different issues. Maybe the mom or dad had a drug addiction, could not financially care for them and to keep them from going in the system Many grandparents said, bring me my baby. <laughs> bring, look, bring me my baby. Head, my head, baby. Head, head, look, this part. Bring, bring me my baby. <laughs> because that's what we do. It's like, that's our family. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to have these babies going through a system like nobody loves them or nobody wants them when I'm right here. Now, maybe I got a one bedroom and a half a bathroom. But we're gonna make pallets if make we gotta, you know, if we gotta split one chicken wing per two people, whatever we gotta do, make it work. We yeah. need my baby, right? That's just how we are wired in our community. And we called my daddy's mom Big Mom. Big Mom's house was the house, whatever holiday, any day you roll up. Hey, Big Mom, she on the porch in her chair. And I can just see her and looking, looking at her face used to remind me of me because I look a lot like her. And let me go back. So when you have grandparents, sometimes that relationship is extremely strong sometimes because some, some grandparents, when they become your parent and they're your only source of nurture in some people's lives. If it wasn't for grandma and granddad, some of us may not have had the nurture, the love, maybe even the discipline, the safety, the security in our lives. So I think we ought to just stop and acknowledge for many of us, had it not been for these grandparents, this may not be your story. Not all grandparents are equal. Mm -hmm. Let me be clear. 
But for many of, of in my circle, myself, if it had not been, and now they're not perfect, nobody is, okay? But when it came to that structure and having the training, sit up in your chair, you know, be quiet, do this, do that. As far as giving you manners, like don't put your arms on the table, you know, just certain things that came from my grandmother. Even down to my love for the Lord, I watched her be a prayer warrior for my entire life. Her phone would start ringing Simone at four and five in the morning. Um, people calling for prayer. And if something happened through the night, Simone, girl, that phone ring. And I can tell what happened by her response. I'm going to give you an example. <laughs> ring. Praise the Lord. Hello. Girl. Oh, Jesus. Somebody done passed away. There it is. <laughs> oh, Lord. My Lord. My Lord. My Lord. Jesus. <laughs> going to just. I right. mean, yeah. there, like, you know, yeah. Then I would hear a car go, ring. Praise the Lord. Hello. Uh huh. Oh, that's good. Oh, and when. Somebody either graduated or got a new job. That part. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Thank you. Got a promotion on the job. <laughs> and she was going to a thank you, Jesus. I mean, the whole night. My granny. Everybody called her. Mm -hmm. Everybody. And the very last day of her life, Simone. Ooh, I remember this so vividly. We had been all over town. Now, she had a fixed income. Mm -hmm. So, wasn't much money. But the, when I tell you that Lord would multiply that little check, we were going. It was wintertime. And somebody needed a blanket or a heater or the heat got cut off or something. She said, take me to Sears. I need to get a heater. Okay. I called her Mima. Okay, Mima. Now take me here. Take me there. And she did all her missionary work, Simone. This is the last day of her life. We got back home, got settled in, and went to go lay down. And I would hear, boom, 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 boom. Now she will always be up shouting. That's what she did. But I'm like, what time is it? She don't care what time it is. I'm like, it's just a midnight worship. I'm like, Mima, what's going on? When I said, I will bless the Lord at all times. Worship God, Simone. I was like, what's going on? It made me like, is something wrong? She was doing extra worship. Then it stopped. And then I heard my mother hit the stairs. When I tell you, she flew down. And I can hear her say, Mama, Mama. I flew up them steps and she couldn't breathe. And let me tell you what I did. I went to the sidelines and I had a talk with the Lord. I said, Lord, I told you. Right. You can't have her. We supposed to be caught up in the rapture together. Did See, you that's not? What, that's, that's what I like about them, them conversations with the Lord. Okay. You you get a little, you know. We got fabulous with the Lord. <laughs> this one here. You can't have like, Hey, yo. Didn't I tell you? To, I thought you know, we talked about this, Lord. You cannot. <laughs> And I, said, I went into a tug of war spiritually, and I was I wasn't really older, but I get my maybe 20. But I was like, Lord, come on here, come on, right? Don't punish me if I did something wrong, just just come on, not not no. And when I went to her, she said, Listen to me, this is what she said. I rebuke that issue in your stomach right now. I'm like, 
how did you know my stomach was, was yeah. I rebuke it right now. And she said to me, you are going to be okay. I said, yeah, but don't you, you ain't going nowhere, right? I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, thank you, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, but she was, and then she said to me, give me a, give me a little room, give me a little room. And she took her last, I didn't know that was the last breath. I didn't know anything about that. I went, in, I went to go pick her up. Now she was a small woman. I would say 130, 140. I could not even move her. <clears throat> the life was gone out of her. <clears throat> I called my dad. I said, come on, let's get her to in the living room so the animals can come. And as big as my dad was, <clears throat> six, five, 300 plus pounds, we couldn't do it. Now, I don't know what, what, how, you know, with dead weight, I didn't, it didn't hit me. So they took her away. I got in the car and drove to the hospital and I can hear someone say she didn't make it. And I'm like, no, they ain't talking about my mm -mm. No. And then they said, well, y'all come over here to this room, which I know now is the infamous bad news room. I didn't know yeah. then. And they sat us down and they said, she didn't make it. I don't remember how this happened, but I ended up walking a long way to where maybe a block or two. Mm -hmm. And I got to the bus stop and this person, this unknown person says to me, I can remember this, Simone. They don't know me. I don't know them. I remember this conversation. Yeah. Yes. And they said to me, you're going to be all right. You're going to be okay. I looked at them like, you don't know me. <laughs> Oh, you don't understand. That's <laughs> not me, man. You don't understand. <laughs> right. Okay. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Woo. And ever since then, I remember those words. You're going to be fine. And what our grandparents and our loved ones put into us, <laughs> that's what we hold on to. Listen, guys, I was talking to LHG. It was a Sunday afternoon. And she told me this story. And I was telling her about how my grandparents were. And I was telling her, you literally, if you offered me $1,000, I would not move away from them. Yeah. I would not step out. I would not step out their door. Mm -hmm. Now, I had the structure and the love for my parents. Mm -hmm. But my grandparents, nah, you couldn't pay me $1,000. Nah. Every weekend, I was literally over there like clockwork. You could count on me being there every weekend. No matter what I had going on, I'm going to my house. 400 Glendale Road, I'm there. <laughs> no matter what happened, no matter what we got going on, I'm there. Wow. Every every weekend, it was just me and my grandparents. Every night, we sit together and watch Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, all that. Oh, and my gosh. Was, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, girl. Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke. Um, what's it called? Uh, I Love Lucy. Oh, um, that's good stuff. All them Western shows. Um, yes. They were really into Western shows. Um, uh, and then this is the thing about me. This is why I was so close to them. Okay. Every night, I had a separate room in their house. Okay. But every night, well, at least morning, I wake up in the wee hours in the morning and go sneak up in the bed right between them. <laughs> it's too cool. <laughs> Literally. Too Simone. I'll lay up in the wee hours in the morning while they still sleeping. I'll sneak in their room. And just crawl right under, put my head under the covers and just wow. slide my way up to the middle. Wow. I'll that's be snuggled so between both of them. That's, oh that's for me. That's why. And they were the pillars in my church. Okay. So mm -hmm. 
So seeing those seats empty now. Oh yeah, that's hard. It's just that's tough to mom. That's tough. Like, and the the like the conversations we will have, the fun we will have. I used to help her get dressed on Sunday mornings. She will bathe me. Like everything. It was just, and I used to, girl, when I tell you, come Sunday morning, I I don't know why, but for some reason, come Sunday morning, I will be knocked out, sleep on her lap. <laughs> In church. Yep. Girl. I'm listening. I can still hear Pastor, but I'm not. <sighs> girl, you was church sleeping. Girl. On her lap. And she didn't mind it either. She would just put her jacket on, whatever she had on, lay it right over me. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> she ain't she ain't about that. Oh, go get up. No, <laughs> that won't happen. But I would literally like fall asleep the whole entire service. I won't Does wake she up. Have candy in her purse. Yep. Butterscotch oh, yeah. candy. What kind of candy? Uh, peppermints. Listen. Um, them strawberry. Type, I forgot what you yes. call it. Yes, with the green green on top and the yes. red. Listen. Every green type of candy you can name. Candy, honey, come on. Every type of candy you can name. The ginger mints, the nuts, every type of candy you can think of. Grandmama's candy in that purse. She like, hold on, let me see what I got. <laughs> One of our church mothers, well, she wasn't a, church, a mother then, but like, she, she's mm-hmm. small now, but she used to, Mother Gandy, rest in peace. I'm going to dedicate this show to you too, Mother Gandy. Right. Mother Gandy had a lot of children. She uh, adopted children and she had her own. Mm-hmm. So she always rolled in 10, 15 deep. Okay. <laughs> and she was a little lady. I can mm-hmm. maybe no more than four feet, four mm-hmm. feet five. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. But she would have that purse. And when I tell you, you can get you some Vienna sausages, some spam, Vienna, a jelly sandwich, you a Pepsi, you might, you might get you a pot roast. Mother Gandy kept that purse full. I tell you, LHT. I'm when I tell you, I was I was obsessed with Vienna sausages. I don't know why, <laughs> but with Grandma, I was obsessed with. You couldn't, like, girl. I was obsessed. Right now, with they are gross to me right now, but back in it was little small hot dogs. Yeah, and, and I was a, obsessed with them. Jar, and you pull a little. Drain the juice out. Gandy made sure if, if there was kids in the church and their stomach was rumbling, you're gonna give them something to eat. Sure that purse has something in there. <laughs> and then if you need a medication, she probably had aspirin. Oh lord, and probably had the whole pharmacy in her I purse. Love me some mother Gandy. <laughs> he had a heart of gold. And you know what? Let's talk about this. We're gonna get back to grief. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about how you cherish people. And you mentioned church. You mentioned that your grandparents were the pillars of the church. If anyone is listening and you go to church or you have a community where there are older people, I'm going to need you to cherish them. Come on. I'm going to need you to talk to them with respect. Right. I'm going to need you to pick up your phone and call them. They don't do texting like that, honey. Oh, no, they old school. They don't. Technology, no. You pick up the phone and call them because you try to text somebody who don't. Nicole, thank you for joining, my dear. I need you to always create a space around them that is loving. Always. Because mm-hmm. there's going to come a time when they're not going to be here. Mm-hmm. Trust me, they are full of wisdom. 
stories. How do we get our stories and our wisdom to of generations if we don't ask the elders to give us the information? That part. Someone is not going to be in the history books, baby. That part. It's going to be us to make sure our, our children and our children's children know about their ancestry. And how will you know that if you walk right past them at every family reunion, at every church banquet, and you don't even speak? I love talking to older people. Oh, yeah. Because for one, they Baby, are let so me tell you, they're not they about so that technology happy. life. I'm they're not about you. that technology life. They will, they will pen and paper you in a minute. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, we got a good comment here. And Jay says, time is not promised. Love on the jewels that the elders they yet have breath in their lungs. That is the whole premise of this, y'all. Still to this day, my aunt will tell you, my aunt will fight you if you get on the phone in front of her while she's talking. See? Don't get on the phone during the storm either. Right. And I'm looking at Hang that phone up. It's raining out here. And she hates like when we're all together and we're all in the room. And I'm sitting there looking at her like, girl, it ain't that serious. To but them now, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. To them it is. Yeah. And I have been at restaurants, Simone. And I've seen like if you go to a Coney Island or whatever mm-hmm. kind of restaurant, and you'll see like a group of older ladies mm-hmm. and they're dressed. When mm-hmm. I say, listen, class. Dressed to the gods. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Heart is true. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, KC and JoJo. You better, oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> Listen, I don't know who this person is, but I used to keep seeing him constantly going around social media singing this song. And when I, yes. I love him, he churchified it. Yes. Baby. It's so funny. When I took that, that, was a sensation, a viral sensation. He you was so funny because he churchified that song. Right. <laughs> but I would want to walk up to them so bad, Simone, and say, can I sit with y'all? <laughs> I mean, they'd be dressed. When I tell you, older people ain't coming out with no bonnet on their head. Absolutely not. Nothing against the bonnets. Okay, because I didn't. I, me and my bonnet, we didn't have a moment to. <laughs> an older person, they may uh-huh. have money on the inside, but baby, if they go make sure they hair done, they must leave it home without their knee highs. Do you hear me? <laughs> it can be 185 degrees Fahrenheit. Not the knee highs. Oh my god. Baby, it can be 125 degrees like Haiti's. <laughs> they gonna See, this is why I love LHG, y'all. When I tell you I love LHG, this is why because she is so comical. Listen here, but I'm telling the truth. She is. I'm telling the truth. Yes, I'm gonna give you an example. So serious to them. That's good. I'm gonna give you an example. So she hosts a show also connected with critical conversations. And I swear to you, I love the way she says it. Go check Wheatlet. Hold on, wait, hold on. I gotta get it right. Hold on. Go check Wheatlet. Go check Wheatlet. Girl, girl. You, like, you already you, know, I don't got no sense. Comical. And you know what? I don't be meaning to be. It's just the things that come up in my head. I just can't stop it. When I first heard it, I'm like, I can't stop it, girl. Why you got to say it like that? 
you know, why, as why you got to say it like that? Oh, no, crazy, <laughs> crazy. When I heard it and I started watching it, I'm like, and I heard, I'm like, huh? <laughs> why, why, why? Because she, she a mess. She and a I told her I'm stealing her line, so I'm taking it. Go tech, we glad. Girl, when I tell you, I enjoy that little hour. <laughs> Join us for what? Join her for one hour every Tuesday night at eight one p.m. Hour just for us girls, just us. Don't you? And right now we're talking about the topic of menopause. We did menopause, and we get right. This topic coming up though, female friendships. Oh, that part. Oh, is right. That part. Female friendship. What about your friends? That part. We going there. We going there. <laughs> so y'all listen. An older person when they get ready to go out, it can be to the corner store. It could be the church. They're going to be dressed. Yep. That Definitely. wig, that wig is going to be crispy. The course, fried, dyed, and laid to the side. That wig going to be crispy, honey. Corey, <laughs> that show is going to be good because you know, from being a woman, having female friendships can be real tricky sometimes. So yes, please tune in, Corey. But when I saw these ladies, they were dressed. They were poised it was something about their mannerisms and they were having a really good time and i said to myself i wish us younger ladies could do that it looked like they had been friends for 40 years and they were all born in jerusalem with jesus <laughs> Bethlehem in jerusalem and oh god really want to go over there and sit down and just listen to these the stories the laughter and that's what really inspired me to want to have a sisterhood um, group on Facebook and to, mm-hmm. you know, have a prayer group because I don't think we do a good job with connection. And then speaking of that, I I still watch it. Um, I was watching David and Tamla Man. They call it Man what Family Dinner. Man Family Dinner, where they come together with everybody and they literally they have like a a bowl set to the side at the end of the table. And every man family dinner, they talk about things like this, like what we're talking about. Right. But before they start the conversation, they literally pass down their phone and put it at the end of the table. Ooh, Simone. So, yeah. yeah. About wanting to cherish people. Get off yeah. your phone. Yeah. Get off yeah. your phone. Nicole says her great grandmother never left home without a good slip. Nicole <laughs> Joyce, baby, a good slip. We had a black one, a white one, and a beige one. Quit playing. Under her dress, no matter what the temperature was, and her weekday rig. Come on, weekday oh, <laughs> I feel God in here. Where's my water? She said, I feel God. Some Come wigs, on, Lord. Some wigs are for Monday through Friday. Huh? Then you got them wigs that want the Saturday and Sunday wig. Woo-wee. You got to have one. Use the right wig, y'all. Y'all. Y'all wearing wigs out. Y'all got to have a weekday wig. And I listen, always, you never, you never know who to come. You will never know who you're gonna come across. For one, Grandma said, "Don't put on no drawers with no holes in it. If you get taken to the hospital and they cut your clothes off and your drawers look like a drive-by shooting, <laughs> oh my god, or Swiss cheese, <laughs> that's embarrassing. And bring dishonor to your family." Oh my God! Don't wear no holy drawers out here in these streets. And speaking of the wigs, people, 
Ladies, let's talk, let's talk wigs. I don't know nothing about wigs. Listen, but if you're yes, going to have, yes, girl. if you're going to have a wig, please yeah. make sure it's secured. Ooh, the security of the wig. <laughs> please, Today please make sure it's wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in Jesus. Come on, please. It's National Wig Security Month. Please, I made that up. Please, please, because I, I swear I see so many videos where so y'all be shouting in church. And the wig be all over the football field. Girl, <laughs> if that wig cannot stand up to your worship, huh? If that wig is not conducive to your level of worship, maybe you are a charismatic <laughs> worshiper. Maybe you got to do all the what? What? Your wig right. needs to be able to stay secure. Now, if you are a quiet, shh, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. If you're a quiet worshiper, then maybe you don't need as much gorilla glue. Right, but if you are a radical, because if, if you, you know what he's done for you, huh? I think about the goodness of come on here. Yeah. Oh, that oh, he you. has done capital A L L. Capital A L L. Listen, because you might start mm -hmm. quiet, like thank you, God. Yes, Lord. And you start you? thinking he brought me out, he kept my mind. He I kept my mind. Oh, you get to go, right. girl. Listen. If I was the wig, I would just leave you. <laughs> if that's I all. was your wig, if your that's wig could talk, it would say, you get on my nerves. You're doing too much. <laughs> Sat down somewhere. I'm not the right wig for today. I'm a weekday wig on a Sunday. I'm out of place. Yeah. Don't yeah. put the weekday wig on on, on a Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. That thing will jump off your head and go get in your car and drive home. <laughs> Do you hear me on today? Do you hear me? See what head? I mean? See what I mean about the comedy? See? See I'd be trying to be good. <laughs> but you will. So no, seriously. If you're going to wear yes. a wig, please make sure it's, it's yes. secure. Yes. You are on point. She says, soak Grandma, I'm You have to soak in that tub on a regular. Yes. Soak in that tub. Get yourself together. All your parts. <laughs> Get all your parts together. Get them all together. <laughs> But this is real talk, though. My grandmother would not. My grandmother ironed her curtains. Oh, everything had to be. But she used to work for like a a person that needed like washing and folding. They mm. called it wash and fold back in the day. Mm. So people would hire them to wash certain items like linen and mm. to make sure all because the linen closet. Now let's just talk about that. Your sheets and stuff are supposed to be pressed. In the, in the old times. Mm -hmm. Now, most people right now, you come out the dryer, you throw that thing on and just lay down. My grandmother, sheets, curtains, her slips, everything pristine. Pristine. And even if she only had, she said, if you only got one good dress, mm -hmm. take care of it. Mm -hmm. Wash it. Hang it up. Iron it. Because, you know, back then, people didn't have a lot. We got choices now. Mm -hmm. We got many more options now. But back in the day, I mean, she came from a family of 16, 17 siblings. Mm. So they probably wow. had one dress for the whole household. What time is it time for me to wear a dress? When I'm going to get a dress? <laughs> that dress that dress has been around the world. Pass the dress down. Pass it on down. <laughs> I mean, but when you, these are the kind of families we had yeah. back in the olden times. They had 20, 20 25 kids. Sheesh. I mean, and that was normal for the 20s. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if that was the case, they had to be creative mm-hmm. with their money and how they spend it. Hold on, let me check my, my sister here to see what she's saying. She said, how often do young ladies hear these things? It's comical, but nothing but the truth. truth Nicori. These young ladies these days have no clue about um, proper undergarments. How to clean how to dress accordingly to their body time. Wow. How how to not speak. Oh, how to not seek men for the love for the love you never get in their homes growing up. So here's the thing, Nicole. You just you just gave me about four more show ideas. I'm gonna come in the studio on the next show. Come on, Joyce. You didn't just lay out about six different topics. Let's let's pop up in the studio. Let's break this down. When you are talking about undergarments, my grandmother was a sticker about girdles and slips. Nowadays, we put these outfits on and between the buttocks and the legs, it's, it's just doing this. <laughs> it's just everything is doing the hokey pokey. Right foot in. Everything is shaking all about. <laughs> about okay and i have no no problem with people having a wonderful shape one day i'll have one but if you're gonna wear the body con uh uh spandexy type of dresses and if you if you got stomachs and things like that stomachs and s and things like that you're beautiful please know i got a stomach too but then you you gotta have some some control and you need to care about, care about the reason I named my jewelry business Polished on Purpose, because I am intentional about how I look when I step out of my home, because I represent LHG for one. She's a whole brand by herself. Facts. I also represent my family and God. So every time I step foot out this house, I have to keep in mind that people are watching me. That I don't even know are watching me. So I want to always be polished in my look. And that's why I love those, those seasoned ladies. They were polished. Mm-hmm. I mean, from head to toe. I love scarves. They had these scarves with a brooch on the end and a nice jacket or cardigan, a nice pair of slacks, a good old, a good old pair of knee highs, a good old nice pair of flats or whatever, color coordinated, nothing hanging off. Everything was tailor-made. Baby. Listen, and if they knew they dress was going to be not it, they will grab that lap scarf in a minute. Oh, listen. They listen. probably had lap cloths in their purse. <laughs> that part. I'm just saying how to dress according to your body. I am a large woman. I have been large for the majority of my life. I went down and came back up when it comes to weight, but I am super particular about what I wear. You're not going to see nothing crop top. No, that's the devil for me. I got a whole belly looks crazy in English muffins. So certain stuff you're not going to see on me. I'm telling you, I'm just not going to do it, but let me address the next part of her, um, comment how to clean a house properly my aunt, my grandmother was huge on cleaning and i mean deep cleaning mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it if you keep it up it won't be so much at once just keep it up you spill yep. something clean it up i mean she just had a way yeah she just she just 
knew how to organize things. They don't teach home economics anymore. That's part of the problem. Okay, she said, that's it. You have to care about how you represent yourself, God, your family, and any and everyone connected to you. Yeah, she's going to have to be on the next show, Simone. You, you see that, oh, right? Yeah. Okay, you agree. Okay, so yeah. She says, I still make, you make your own lap scarves? Really? Wow, Nicole, what don't you do? <laughs> and you know what? I was thinking about that because sometimes when the, when I go to church, or you go to any kind of church, if you into deliverance ministry and you get up there and they get to laying hands on you and you're gonna go down, I'm one, I'm like, what do y'all have something that's gonna make me look cute on the floor? <laughs> it ain't got to be just plain white. Look cute. Like, I want something that's got a little little tool on it, maybe a little gotta look cute while she's slaying in the spirit. When I go down, can y'all put something real cute over me? While I'm snotting and crying, hallelujah. Please come get you down. You know, I'm looking so bad when we get slain. Thank you, God. We can look so crazy. Cover me up. Nicole, come get you, girl. Cover me up pretty. Girl, you okay? So, we're gonna have to find out what the name of the lap scarf business is. What that's tied to because you can make a killing. Because the put it in the comments, please. Because the, the the church women who still wear church clothes like to have a matching. She said we want a little sparkle or ruffle on it while we yes. are. Yes, come on, sparkle and ruffles. <laughs> I mean, come on, why can't be laid out pretty? <laughs> I mean, come on. Because deliverance ain't pretty. Come, come on. See, I'm the kind of person when I go to the altar, I'm like, I'm not gonna fall. I'm telling you now, I'm too big. Yeah, right. Yeah, and right. I'm like, oh Lord. <laughs> When you, never, never put a dare on God. Like, right. I that's you always go to the upper time. I'm like, all right, God, I got this. You be strong. I ain't gonna pass out. I'm I'm gonna you, you, you thugged out. No, no, Lord, you ain't gonna say me. No. You ain't gonna say me. Hi, Felicia. My bestie is in the comments. Hello. You ain't gonna say me, devil. <laughs> And we be out there. Look, one shoe in 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 the pew, one shoe on the pulpit, because you just fell out. Never stop making it a business. I look, just wanted to make talk, sure these knees are covered. Because some of these saints are out here with their ham hocks out. Oh Lord. Okay. Not ham hocks. Some of these saints out here looking with their salt pork legs. You know what? Okay. They need a good cover up. So. I decree and declare you need to start that business. What in the world are salt pork legs? Salt pork legs, okay? <laughs> no, really. What is, is that? Salt pork is that old school meat we used to put in, used to put in the greens. It's, it's white. When I tell you it's white. Oh wow. White, white. And some of our <laughs> saints with these ashy legs looking like salt pork and flour. <laughs> I'm telling you. Come on, <laughs> smoke turkey legs. You know what I'm talking about. Woo! Felicia said, "Why buy a sparkle one?" Oh, you already got a customer, NJ. My bestie says she'll buy a sparkly lap cloth. Come on, listen. Let me have one, NJ. Go in the corner so we can talk. You going in the corner? (laughs) Don't put her in the corner, friend. Up on seventeen. Don't put her in the corner. Sitting up on seventeen different businesses in the corner, Joyce. Listen here. (laughs) Oh, here's the thing. Getting back to our topic. When you lose someone that you love, 
the one thing you don't want to do, I believe, is try to suppress your grief. That part. Because, I, I mean, yes, you want to be strong for your other parent that's still here. I get that. I get that. But there's going to come a time um, when you're going to need to walk through the grief process yourself. And I'm speaking to people like me who are the child that mama leans on. Um, you're going to need to have your own time to grieve. Come on, Corey. N- suppression will cause an explosion eventually. And I'll give Absolutely. you my, my testimony. When my papa passed away, Absolutely. I knew my mother couldn't handle it. So all calls came to me, all the, the, the you know, planning and the, all the stuff I wanted to be, you know, I wanted her to just be able to just, just sit down somewhere, mama. So going through that, the motions and having the wake and having the funeral, I don't think I cried at all. I, or if I did, it was very little. Uh, Cause I, I was trying, I told my emotions not today. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I did that with my grandmother too. I, when yeah. she, when she passed, I don't, I don't remember, you know, the circumstances. I think she was sick for a while. Mm-hmm. And when I finally learned that she passed, I sat through the whole funeral like, all right, I got Ooh. this. I'm a good. out-of-body experience. Yeah. Yeah. Because the first stage of grief is shock. Absolutely. Especially if your loved one wasn't really sick sick. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us have where our loved one has already been sick and we know it's coming and they're in hospice. But when you lose a loved one and it's like, what are you talking about? What? Right. Yeah. What, what are you saying to me? Yeah. That is the very first emotion of grief. Let me see what Nicole. My father was killed the beginning of my senior year. Oh, no. sorry. And didn't cry, nor did I really show any emotion. I was just angry and still am. Anger is a part of the stages of grief. We're gonna get to that. That's a that's a human stage that we go. Yeah. Um, and thank you for sharing that, Nicole Joyce. I appreciate you for that. But when you go through the initial shock of this person is gone, mm-hmm. what in the world is my life getting ready to look like? That's kind of what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you're saying. You're like, wait a minute. It's just, it doesn't make sense. So the article says, feelings of shock are unavoidable in nearly every situation, even if we feel we have had time to prepare for the loss of a loved one. We know it's going to happen, but not right then, not that day. People in shock often appear to, to behave normally without emotion because the news just hasn't sunk in yet. The shock comes when the news just hasn't sunk in yet. The Corey mm-hmm. says, when I see a man's family on a regular basis, if people only knew the strength I have to have. Family, wow, that's deep, NJ. That's deep. That's deep. But that could be part of that anger portion because you're like, I should be having this in my life. It's gone, and you almost. And let me let me step out and say this: I'm not a minister, no preacher, but I'm wondering if we sometimes get angry with God, girl. Lord, of all the people you could have slipped up out of here, I know if you just wanted a list of people listen to me listen to me you listening I'm listening when he took my grandparents Mm. me and he was back 
Girl, Listen. that's real though. That's real though. Listen, I was like, Willie, you 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 just real talk. Real like talk. you got like there are times you be in that moment, you be like, Oh, we're gonna go there. All right, let's go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's not and it's right like you said, it's okay to question him. Well, it's okay to ask questions, but it not is. question him. It's okay. But it's like like how you put that? Go back, go back, go back, because you just dropped a major nugget. Say it again. <laughs> it's okay to ask him questions, but we're not to questioning him. And I never understood that. I've heard that all my life. I've never understood that. It's wow. okay. So it's okay for me to say, hey, God, why would you do this to me? Right. But then say, God, what are you doing? Right. Oh, you made a mistake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it'd be times, trust me, we be about to, me and God be like mm -hmm. beefing, like seriously, because mm -hmm. it's like, like she said before, you never know, you never wanted them to go away in the first place. You never, never. you know, like you never, never even imagine it could even possibly be. It just would right. never, like, no, what, mm -hmm. huh? Mm -hmm. And when it happens, you just be like, all right, God, you want to go there? Right. Come on. And that's that shock when you when you um, especially losing a parent. Um, I have, I have lost my dad, um, my mother's husband, but I call him dad because he was my father for 30 years of my life and I'm only 47. Mm -hmm. So he was dad. Um, and when you lose someone that's, and it took us so long to get along, Lord, have mm -hmm. mercy. um, the whole step parent dynamic can be really tricky. Um, and two people who are blending families out there. Do your best to make that happen sooner than later. You know, I just, I was just, I felt like I was alone in that. Like, I don't think I like him. I don't like him. But to <laughs> me, let me say this. The reason why I didn't like him had nothing to do with him. Mm -hmm. the, the husband before him mm -hmm. that made me question him. His actions. Yeah. The whole other talk show. Yeah. And, and talking this out, out loud, it wasn't that I hated him. I didn't even know him enough to hate him. I really was afraid and didn't know what he might be capable of. LHG. Nakori yes, said, of all the no good daddies, why was mine taken? Ooh, Nakori. That's an honest human feeling. It is. And I thank you for sharing that. And that's the anger part of grief. There's different stages yeah. of you go through these different emotions. Like of all the dead, it's dead out here that's doing bad stuff. And right. you take mine. And, and, and that point, you're like, God, man, really? Right. That is a human feeling, Nakori. And my prayer is that after opening up about what you're feeling, even if you get some additional help in that area, I pray that God helps you through those emotions to where you can see a man's family and not feel bad about it. Let me tell y'all something. God can heal you of that. I believe it. Let me lay down some hardcore facts. Lay it down, come on, come on with it here. Therapy will bless your entire soul. Girl. Okay. Let me say that again. I don't know if the people in the, back, in the back heard me. We got the mic on. Okay. Therapy will bless your entire soul. Jesus. Okay. Like, Ooh. seriously. Like, 
your entire being. Yes. Like, because, and, and especially during the grief process. Yes, ma'am. When I tell you therapy will bless your entire soul. Yes. During the grief process. Yes. Maybe. Sister, listen to me. Mm -hmm. Get you up behind to therapy, okay? Get you some okay. help. And that's and is and I suggest it, especially if you're saying certain visuals are triggering you. We all need a good therapist and a and you a good truth and shame the devil today. The best combo meal you will ever have. Facts. Good therapist and a good Bible-based ministry, baby. They go hand in hand. Come on. And to all of you fanatics who claim to be Christians who don't think we should get therapists, Houston, we have found the problem. <laughs> An entire problem. And listen, the Lord gave an anointing to these therapists to be able to walk us through trouble and to, to illuminate certain things for us where in otherwise we might not have gotten that. It's a bunch of people in a cemetery who probably could have lived longer had they got therapy. Yep, I went there. I went and debate me if you want. Story closed. We're done. There are people out here, y'all, that are dealing with grief so heavy, going to church, shouting the carpet down, right? Paying their good ties, right. and a good suit and a good hat, and they go home and they want to leave here. And that's because the church is so bad at demonizing people for going to therapy and Come getting on. help. Come on. You know that story about um what's his name? That dancer? Yes, what was his name? Oh my um, god. I, I know, yes, from the Ellen show. Yes. Girl. Like his name. What was his name, y'all? The the dancer that took If you know his name, type it in the comments. Please type but anyway. Um the church is so terrible at we are so we get so spiritual, and yes, everything yes. is spiritual. That sounds right, Dr. Gaynell. Thank you. That sounds right. Yes, it is. That's it. Um, we take everything so spiritual that we we can't even like we we don't accept therapy. Like when I tell you, therapy has blessed my entire soul. Jesus, I can sit here all day and tell you. Jesus. I don't know if we got that much time, but I can Girl, see you all day. Look at look at this comment. Nicori says, and, and we, we are broken because we have because to we haven't dealt with depression or anxiety. It's more dealing with dealing with it, but choose to keep it to themselves. Nicori, if you don't come up in here in the studio, Nicori, come in this studio. Let's go. Get, come on, come on, come on, yeah. the screen. Come on. Uh, up in the studio, Grandma. Come on, screen. Come on. And that's I'm telling you, we have got to get better. And I, I, I know we kind of being off. That's okay. Here's the thing about about. I'm gonna um, tell you, man. Church, if we are going to be a hospital, if we are going to put ourselves out here as loving, or or even godlike, then we've got to be willing to to deal with the people where they are. So if you know someone just lost their dad, their mom, their husband, then if you haven't reached out beyond the, beyond eating their chicken wings and pound cake, shame on you. Listen. I'm going to throw this whole glass of skin. 
beyond beyond the spaghetti and salad. You need to have a whole bereavement department or ministry. That part. That goes beyond the funeral and checks on people. That part. Check in on, do you need anything? We're here for you. But you go over there and eat all their food up. Girl, this chicken is good. But you ain't helping nobody in the grieving process. They dying inside. Ministering to them. And if you feel, if you sense that they may need additional help, then maybe help them find some resources, not just you, but actual therapeutic resources, because you probably have them in your own church. Nicole said, are we really being a hospital? All hospitals take anyone sick. They take anyone. Whether you, have whether you have insurance or not. Are Woo! we really doing what we claim to be? Nicole No. No. The is no. And I'll the take answer. a no for 300, Alex. Listen. I'll take a no for 300, Alex. Listen here. We're No, because we are picking and choosing. What, what we want to deal patient. with. We want to deal with it. If it's sugar diabetes, come to the line. If it's high blood pressure, come on in here. If it's into illness, mm. Mm, uh, no, thank you. Here, the devil is a lie. Uh no, it's a witchcraft theory. You got the devil on you. It's always the devil and witchcraft. Always. Anything we don't understand, we call it witchcraft. No, it's called mental illness no. or, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to do better. And I made a post about that recently when he did, when I found out he passed. I was like, we sitting up here crying over a celebrity. Meanwhile, you got normal people in your backyard dealing with depression. And the devil is a lie. Girl, everyday people, Simone, save people. Mm. But we crying over a celebrity, though. Everyday people that are dealing with wanting to, to take their own life because life has just been too much for them and their mind can't take another blow. Come on. And it took everything to get them out of the bed and to not take that handful of pills. Facts. Previous night. Come, and, they, and they saved and got the, the Holy Ghost with the fire and trembling. With Come trembling on. Trembling <laughs> hand. Ooh, Holy Ghost. That kind of Holy Ghost. Children hand Holy Ghost. Huh? They done, look, look, they done um travailed. All travailed. night long. and travailed. All night long. Fit, bad breath, travailed. <laughs> that kind of Holy Ghost. But like I said, I literally said, I said, tell me how we couldn't be over here crying about a celebrity. And yet you got me and you in the backyard about to take our own life. Like Yep. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. And if you have not heard from people or seen them in a day or two, check on them, please. I mean, you just never know what people are afraid to say. It's fear of judgment. Nicole, it's you can't of... help someone with anything that you're still dealing with, period. Ooh, we, we bleed it on folks that never caused the injury. We are, we bleed out. We're hemorrhaging, <sighs> hemorrhaging the Corey Joyce. And many of us, even in leader in leadership, some of them, maybe even the leadership could be dealing with some stuff. And they're uncomfortable because there's some unresolved issues in their own life that they're not sure how to how to handle. And if they do talk about it, they worry about the offering plate. Like that part. And what are my other uh, fellow 
pastor is going to say, if I admit I need therapy and I'm when my members, when my members going to go, all my members going to leave me. And pastors and leaders are people. We tend to put them on pedestals as if they're invincible. They're just human beings that are called, you know, to bring the word and to have a, have a flock. It doesn't mean they're immune to the human experience. Oftentimes I think the enemy attacks them even more. (laughs) That part. Yeah. They may get extra attacks because of what they're trying to do for the Lord. So if anything, you should be checking in on your pastor and his wife. And And that's why the Bible says you shouldn't run to be a teacher or a pastor. Come on. Somewhere between Genesis and Revelations. It says. It's in there, I'm sure. I trust you, you, girl. But many people want, they run to that because they want the limelight. And COVID made everybody a preacher, child. (laughs) Lord, the squirrels outside (laughs) are preachers on, on Facebook. This is the possum uh, <laughs> coming to you coming to you live out here under the tree. Squirrelministry.com. <laughs> come on. I'm not saying it, it ain't real, but something's like for real. Nicole said if you if you members, if your members are God ordained, then they are assigned to the ministry. They can take your wounds and think about it. I'm a I am a Gray's Anatomy fan. I love hospital shows. And when they are in the emergency room, there's the adrenaline pumping. What do we got? We got a, a fracture of this. We got a broken right. this. Got a, okay, room six. Um, Dr. So-and-so, I need you over there. Room six. They got a whole circus going on in there. They have specialties. Yes. Everybody has a, a place. A job, yeah. Now, I may not handle it that kind of, that kind of wound. But my peer here, right. the surgeon that handles, you know, heart surgery, mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to page them. Everybody has a specialty. Mm-hmm. They don't turn you away. They give you to the right person. So right. if that's not your specialty, dear pastor. Stay in your lane. You, it's okay, dear heart. But you can help find the resources right. to get them to a person who specializes in what you don't. Right. A.K.A. a therapist. A psychiatrist. Facts. You can you can help them locate someone. Have a whole mental health ministry. Please and thank you. Okay, but somebody came in and said, "Well, Pastor, I've been I've been thinking about taking my life." Um. Okay. Um. Deacon Johnson, I need you to go and take them into room six. It's already set up already in there with a with a with a chair and a couch and resources. All of it. Oh, yeah, we're going to pray for you, but we're also going to get some resources. And I don't think you should be alone right now. Where your family at? Okay, where you at? Okay, let's see. Let's, let's LHD, go. but that's not what we want to do. Maybe. We want to shove it up and up. The devil is alive. We cast this devil out right now. It can't stop. It can't just stop be the getting devil in lanes that God didn't tell you to drop. Didn't I tell you to bring on this show? I'm glad this ponytail is staying on today. <laughs> Your ponytail is wrapped up, tied up in Corey, I'm gonna need a lap cloth just lay myself right on. Just, just lay that it has out. always Ooh. been my. She said that has always been my passion to start a mental health ministry because do what it. resources do we have to give do our it. members? Do it. Come and on. Why, let me say this and make this clear. And I'm not this even sure clear. if he's watching. Pastor Maurice Edwards just concluded 
his first mental health forum and we called it the elephant speaks oh the, that's what you've been a part of the elephants the elephant that's what you've been posting about all y'all y'all told the elephant everything <laughs> the poor elephant is is he ain't he only 10 pounds because he, he stressed out y'all didn't stress out the elephant he don't even know what it what it's like to be an elephant he's so <laughs> bogged down with your problems okay it's time out the poor elephant can't even be a dang on elephant because he is stressed out because of your issues that you won't talk about let the elephant have a voice it, it, it did this month last <laughs> month honey we had someone for three Sundays mm -hmm. at Liberating Truth Church, shout out to LTC Detroit. We had addiction, uh, drug and alcohol addiction. We had a therapist, shout out to Dr. Crystal Eason. Uh, we had a, a all well-being services, AWBS, um, in our community to come and talk about what they do. Um, we had Coach Felicia Donald Coleman, a uh, trauma coach, and Sandra Cop, Elder Sandra Cobb. The forgiveness coach, because Whoa. all of that in one form and broken down Sunday by Sunday, baby. Yeah. When I tell you that thing blessed my whole life, <laughs> Nicori, <laughs> the elephant speaks, baby. He had the mic, okay, <laughs> and it was turned all the way up. He showed up <laughs> and he showed out because we're not giving no more room to the devil. Period. If you got something going on, open up your mouth. You ain't got to suffer in silence. That's so grammatically incorrect, but I don't care. <laughs> you ain't got to suffer in silence. And why, why we got to go to church all fake and stuff? No. Because we don't, no. the church don't want to hear it. They ain't the wrong church. The church don't want to hear it. And that's period, point blank. And I love church. Don't get me wrong. I grew up in church. You do. I'm not saying I don't know nothing else but church because I divvy it a, a little bit, but I, I'm, you know, I love, I love the Lord. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I love gathering with the saints. Right. Okay? I love that. But I'm, I'm a different kind of, um, congregation member. And I, I, I love connection. Mm -hmm. And if somebody needs prayer, I don't think you should have to have a collar to be able to pray for somebody if that's your assignment in that moment and gotta tell you gotta tell you i'm how not many times title stuff i'm not i'm not how many times do we dump our problems onto people and we never even ask them how are they doing that part in the quarry we don't <laughs> we all going through some things y'all covid made everything just extra our, our mm -hmm. normal life will never be the same absolutely not this was a world situation, not your block situation. That part. And in my lifetime, I ain't never seen nothing like it in my <laughs> seven years on the earth. I haven't. So just that alone, kids can't go to school. People can't go to work. People can't do this. That's a lot. And yes, we are off. How often are we taught what Ooh, this girl here? What happens in this house stays in this house. And that is the most. The most. Nakori. Yeah, she got to come in. in, the, in the if there was an award for the most dysfunctional yeah. behavior. She, she could. That would be it. Don't, don't, don't go telling nobody what happened here. And, and it's abuse. Mental, physical, sexual. Mm -hmm. neglect, 
poverty. Mm-hmm. We don't have no food. Why are we hungry, mama? We hungry, mama. <laughs> and kids don't care. Kids will go to somebody's house and be like, yeah, my mama said, don't say this. <laughs> <laughs> and I would go over to my auntie's house. I ain't care. Because my auntie loved me. I'm like, auntie, we ain't got no, we ain't got no um hot water. We got to put our water through the coffee pot to wash up. She's like, what? And she grabbed her phone. I'm like, oh, I'm about to get in trouble. I've said too much. I've said too much. <laughs> we ain't even had that. She'd be like, what? Give me one minute. I'm like, oh, I've said too much. Uh-oh. But a kid don't understand that, Simone. We don't understand that. Yeah. We just know something ain't right. And why mm-hmm. are we being a, being secretive about it? Mm-hmm. Why? You can't tell a you can't tell a kid to hold a secret for nothing. That's not gonna work. A kid can't even hold water if you put it in a cup and glue <laughs> their hand to the cup. Okay, it just don't work. They can't even hold their bladder. So how do you expect them to hold? It's, it just doesn't work. You said everything that was needed to be said. So we we have difficulty in the grieving process, partially because we aren't getting what we need from our village. And just me and you sitting on this screen, Simone, mm-hmm. is therapeutic for me. Oh, be able man. to talk about my loved ones without passing out in the street and rolling <laughs> down the highway. That means God is healing me. I'm right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you can sit up and, and talk about them without wanting to just fall out. Yeah. That means he yeah. is healing. That's healing, me. yeah. No, I have my days. Yeah. I can hear a song. Or smell a fragrance. And that's the thing about like, it. Like, oh, Lord. That's the thing about it when it comes to that's death. Right. Like, any and everything can remind you of that individual. Yes. And it's, and it's, and it's like, as soon as you hear that sound, yes. hear that certain song that they love yes. to dance to, you know, get their favorite meal, you be like, oh, Jesus. When you mentioned, when you mentioned Will of Fortune and Jeopardy, I could have screamed. My parents religiously. It was religion, Jeopardy, and Law and Order. Come on. So now all the Law and Orders, all, all of them. them, and they SUV, SWV, all of them. Hours and hours of Law and Order. So now I binge watch it sometimes, and I laugh. Listen, I and my granddad, my I'm granddad was a base. Parents. My granddad was a baseball fanatic. Uh-huh. So we could not sit on the couch without watching baseball. Wow. No. Wow. That wasn't happening. Unless we were watching Jeopardy and stuff, we won't watch we couldn't sit on the couch watch it without watching baseball. Ooh, we got a but, question. What? How, how do we grieve properly when you don't have anyone in your village that healed? Oh, that part. That part. Bring a therapist in for that one, Corey, because for one, if we if if we haven't healed properly. I don't know how much we can do in terms of, well, let me take that back. God can use who he wants. And there are times when God has used me in an area that I didn't feel adequate in. I'm just going to be honest. It happened recently. As a matter of fact, I was going through a real tough time and I got a message. Could you call me please? And I called the person and she was dealing with something that was very similar 
too that was heavy like what i was dealing with some heavy stuff and i didn't feel qualified to say anything to her nakori but i tell you the power of god is real always and god was able to use my broken self come on my unhealed self in come such on. a way that it impacted her and me because he's sovereign like that he's sovereign like that nakori so I get what you're saying, but I also, on the other side of that, I have seen God use people, including myself, in ways that I didn't even feel qualified to be used in. Listen, like the song said, I've seen him do it. I have seen him do it. Come on. But I do agree. That and that's the amazing thing about God. He yes. will, like, even in your broken place, he will still use you. Like, mm-hmm. And you're thinking like, really? I, I, you really think I have the the strength and the emotional stability to talk to this person? You got to be open to her point. These people in your village, Nakori, have to be willing to be obedient to mm-hmm. the place of God, because sometimes God can use us helping somebody else yep. to be our own healing. That the part. things I was saying out my mouth. The thing that was coming out my mouth to my sister, I was like, girl, did you say that? Did you say that? Did you hear that? No, did you hear that? I mean, I'm like, where did that come from? I Our testimonies mean, aren't for us, they are for others. God will yes. use it. He wants to fertilize someone's dried up garden. Yes. It will be healing on the book. And that's what I'm talking about. I, I experienced this, Nakori. And, and let, me, let me tell you something about me. Let me tell you something about me that y'all may not know. I'm really testify. I'm not shy, but there are certain things I shy away from. Mm. One of them is I don't feel equipped. You know, Coco is a prophetess. Quint is a minister. I'm neither. So sometimes even when the Lord is pushing me to say stuff, I second guess it because I don't walk in that office. Me too. I'm being honest, y'all. I'm being real transparent. Me too. I'm like, God, are you sure I should say that? Because I don't, you know, I ain't. Especially, especially when my pastor calls me to get up and preach. I'd be like, uh. Come on and preach, Simone. Who, me? Uh, uh, you talking about this, Simone? Um, me, me? Me? Right me? here? This, Simone? This, this person right here? And look at the court. You, that's right. See, wait a minute. What did I just say? I got to take that one for my. The Lord will, look, will use your own mouth. Come on. To say something that's so powerful, you're like, did I say that? I brought that down. <laughs> because that, that's just how God is. He don't pick and choose certain people. If he want to use a particular person that could be jacked up, towed up from the flow up. Come on. If he decides to use you in that moment, girl. Again, somewhere between Genesis and Revelations, it says he ain't got no respect to persons. Exactly. Somewhere between Genesis and Revelations, somebody can type it in there. Just yield to him and say, Lord, however however you use me, I'm good. She said, okay, LHG, get out of my testimony. Not me, Lord. I'm not worthy of getting up in front of others to help anyone. I have that battle on the regular. I'm just saying. Me too. If you feel that pulling and that tugging and you know he's calling you to do it, he will equip you. Mm-hmm. He's not going to call you 
and not give you what you need to deliver that part. That's not how he works. Nope. No, he ain't going to leave you high and dry. If he the one that called you to do it and assigned you to it, he's going to make sure you have exactly what is necessary in that moment to get that thing done. Title or not, Nicori Joyce, Latanya Harris Gooden, Preaching America and the abroad. <laughs> Preaching here. He uses who he wants. And sometimes the most authentic person is the one who's been there and is there. What they say, been there, done that? Sometimes it's going to take that person. Your test is for your testimony. Come on. Listen. Your I'm test is for your testimony. That's why it's called a testimony. Let me say this. You will not see me on Facebook saying, come to me for weight loss suggestions. No, you just won't. You will not see me doing that because I got to master that part. But you, but you will see me say, let's drink some water today. Let's eat some vegetables today, America. I will say that. I'm not nobody's personal trainer. Would you hire a trainer <laughs> that's 300 plus pounds? Won't make me go in this. <laughs> but, but what I will say is, okay, y'all, we're going to do this differently. Where y'all water at? Every time I come on my show, I normally say, get y'all water. Where y'all water at? Let's get some vegetables going on. So we are able to help one another in certain areas. And then we can connect. Like we walking through this together. When Simone talked to me about, she said, girl, I got something I want to talk about. I said, do tell. <laughs> what are you they at? <laughs> she told me what it was, and I was going to do a show called Grandma's Hand. So I'm like, okay, Lord, I see you want you want me to just go in and do this. Okay, because I was putting <laughs> off. I didn't want to cry on the, in the camera. I'm like, nobody ain't doing it. It's too much. Right. And then he sent Simone to partner with me. This is what God does. Mm -hmm. kingdom, kingdom collaborations, it really is God's currency. In mm -hmm. this season, you don't have to do this by yourself. Kingdom collaborations is really where it's at. Why when you go to the, the hairstylist whose hair always messed up? Hair always messed up, right? Don't go where we see the vision, right? If you can't even be a billboard for your own hairstylist company, he said, write the vision and make it plain. Ooh, baby, and that's why I'm uh, speaking to that. If you do hair. Do your hair. <laughs> if you do hair, do your hair, said the Lord. <laughs> That's you. in the book of LHG, chapter one, verse chapter three. One page one. <laughs> if you do nails, a little bit of paint on yours. <laughs> you got to have 12 bundles. But if I sell jewelry, you see that? I don't leave here without my jewelry. I sell jewelry. I don't, I don't leave nowhere without my jewelry. Yeah, I want people to ask me about it. Yeah. You go, you go out here looking crazy and saying that you got a business. And you're like, what, what's your business? Girl, I do have. And yeah, my know, aunt, my aunt would jack uh -uh. me up about that because I used to go to I used to do if you if you do it, then do it for you. Come on. Yeah. I, I used to go to shirt that says "Do it for you." You're gonna go get your own shirt that says "Do it for you. <laughs> I used to go to hair school for Joe Staley. Right. I used to go to hair school, and I just most of the time, I you know, we don't feel like doing our hair, so I just 
throw my hair in the ponytail real quick. Mm -hmm. So my aunt be like, girl, don't you go to hair school? Why are you walking around here with your hair all over your head? Do it for yourself first. <laughs> because that, that could be the key to you getting more customers. Mm -hmm. Who did you hear? Me. You got a card? Where did you get that jewelry from? I tell you, you got a card? I mean, come on. How else would I know? And speaking of advertisement, um, my cousin, she mm -hmm. does sweatshirts and t-shirts and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you need a sweatshirt, a t-shirt, a mask, a hat, whatever, hit up Creations to the T. I'll put it in the chat. Now, what okay. area are you in? Are you in Virginia? Me? Yes. Okay. Virginia and, and abroad in that area, <laughs> you, got, you got you a connection. I'll put you put it in the chat. Um, oh, Detroit, Metro Detroit. This is my nephew's information. It's called the August Wear brand. His shirt says, do it for you. I got one. I took a picture. You can follow him on Facebook. Do it for you. Um, yeah, so if you need any type of mask, custom t-shirts, whatever, hit up Creations to the T. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and put it. Put in it in the regular um, comments, um, Simone. I'm trying yep. to figure out why I can't comment, though. Typing it in the, the regular comment, not, not the private chat. Yeah, no, but it won't let me comment. Oh, Thank no. you, Corey. Some destinations won't get comments. Okay, I don't know what that means, oh. but okay. Well, I can type it for you. Let me do it. Please. Just, I'm typing right now. But yes, guys, do it for you first. Name of the business, uh, Simone. Creations to the T, literally creations Thank to you. the letter T. Creations to the T. All right, my Virginia area. And the website is www.creationstothet.com. Okay, let me type that too. Let me make sure. Let me make sure I'm saying the right way. Hold on. Before you type it, you, you got two t shirt makers one in Virginia, and we got one here in Detroit. And surround the area. He, you know, he can ship to you if you need to. We got two different companies going on. She can ship to you too. We got some choices for you. Shop. My cousin, my cousin will ship to you. Put them both. Why not? Right. Support them both. And while you're doing that, I would like to remind everybody to please go to Trailblazers with a Z. Radio dot not dot com. Lord have mercy. Trail <laughs> on YouTube and hit subscribe, and then go to Critical Conversations with LHG on YouTube and hit subscribe. We want to get our viewership up and get our content out to more people. Also, if you missed Coco's testimony, oh, y'all can see that. Okay, what's the website? Creations to the T dot com. Okay, so I did it right. Let me push return. Make sure that's right. Okay. And then we got August Wear Brand. I'll put it in the comments so y'all will. Nicori did it for me. August Wear Brand. That's my nephew. So support them both. Support them both. Awesome. Also, everybody, we still have Coco's fundraiser going up. It's still up. Please she donate. Testimony. Please donate. She has an autoimmune disease that is very rare. And the treatment that she needs is not covered by insurance. And she has to start it right away so she can go through the process of feeling better. She gave her testimony a couple weeks ago on my show on a Thursday. I'll repost it. But I'll also get the GoFundMe in the comments. 
Um, Gabrielle, if you hear me, if you don't mind putting the GoFundMe in the comments, that'll be great. So I need you all to um, help us to help our sister. All right. So we went through the first stage of grief. The second one is called denial. Mm. Let's talk about denial. Many people experience denial after a bereavement. They know something has happened, but it doesn't feel real. Come on. The author says, for me, thank you, Gabby. For me, denial was not that I didn't believe it. It was more, but how can they not be here? How can they have been here and now they aren't? So shock and denial go together, but you also have a mental fog, says the author. Forgetfulness, can't concentrate, can't sleep, no motivation. And you have these thoughts that come in your mind over and over because it's almost like you just don't want to believe it. When I tell it's you, dream. tell me it's a bad dream. I'm going to wake up and that person is going to be here. Come on. When I tell you, I, when I tell you, I, and when it finally hit me that both of them are gone, it was like, say who say what now? Right. Right. Come again. Right. Thank you, Nakori. Nakori has a, a sweet treat business on top of her soon to be lap cloth. Uh, lap cloth business, so be all right. Nakori, follow, follow Nakori Joyce on Facebook, please. And Layla's Layla's Sweet Treats, please. That's my girl. That uh, the shock and denial is shock real. And denial is real. How, how can somebody who's been here yesterday go on today? And then you start going, Well, the last time I saw my uncle, he said, You know, he called me tiny. <laughs> I ain't tiny. <laughs> Simone, don't you laugh. <laughs> I mean, he was talking to me. Who would have thought that would have been the last time I laid eyes on right. you? Mine starts to go back to that was the last time I how would I have known? You wouldn't have known. Right. Nobody wakes up saying they might die today. We don't do that. But that's why you got to love on your people. And then that's what it is our last not day. only that, it's like you'd be like. I just spoke to them. We just spoke on three hours. That's saw them. I was just at a concert where my, my, my sister was on the stage at a recording, singing her little heart out. And <laughs> next thing you know, I get a call and she gone. Where they do that at? Right. And that's a natural feeling, though. I think I might still be in the shock phase 23 years you later. Might worry, because nobody can really dictate how long you're going to be in the phase, but that's where that therapy, yeah, in. yeah, so you can move through the phases in a healthy way. I'm not saying the shock won't come back per se, but if you're in that phase or in any phase of grief for that long and it's and it's causing you a lot of triggers, that may mean it's time to talk about it with a person who don't really know you. Mm -hmm. but they're they're trained to help you put the pieces together. Mm -hmm. All a therapist, and I'm not trying to demean what they do, but what a therapist does is take the pieces of your life like a puzzle. Sense. Literally. They're taking the bits and pieces of what has happened to you in the course of your life on this planet and Literally. put all the perspective and say, well, you can get through this. Let's try some things. Let's try some exercise. You literally, you literally bring a, pocket, yeah. a box of puzzles. You bring yeah. a box Puzzle, he's jumping on one table. Come on, like, okay, here you go. Yes, this I agree. You have to be, you have to be willing and ready yeah. 
Yeah. Sometimes yeah. that means for some people hitting rock bottom, like I can't oh, do yeah. this no more. Oh, yeah. You have to at least say, Lord, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to at least try to get some help. Yeah. And that's for anything. It could be alcohol addiction. It can be food addiction. It could be drug addiction. It could be grief. It could be anything that's going on in your life that's that's negative. Absolutely. If you don't say, Lord, I can't do this without you. Send help. Right. Then it, it won't work. You got to be willing to be vulnerable. There's mm -hmm. a word. Mm -hmm. Willing to be vulnerable because therapy is going to uproot some stuff. And a lot of people suffer from disassociative disorder. They don't want to uproot. Well, sometimes, okay, not to be gross, but when you eat something. I never heard that disassociative disorder. I'm going to break that thing down. I'm looking it's, up. It's like when it's so hard for you to talk about it, Simone, you shut down and you won't talk about it. Mm -hmm. You unplug. Mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor, but it's to me, I think it's like uh, unplugging. Mm -hmm. I have a, a, a loved one who operates in that disorder. Mm. I won't ever talk about how you were abused, even though I know it happened to you, but I will never, ever talk about it. Mm. Unplug I'm unplugging. Mm. Yeah. It, because it hurts you so much. Mm -hmm. Really, I, if I'm not unplugging, you shouldn't. But okay, fine. <laughs> they have decided in their mind. It's so hard for them to go there. They feel it would take them out of here, Simone. And that sometimes it is. It gets to that point where you just like so many things hit you at once. Yes. Life is like, yes. bam, life is just lifing. Okay. Life be lifing. Life and, be lifing. <laughs> and, and so many things hit you at once and you just like. Where do I start? Do I do I talk about here's the here's the thing to people who have that disassociative disorder? Um, just because you're not talking about it doesn't mean it's not manifesting in your body mm. as anger, bitterness, resentment, high blood pressure, yeah. diabetes, back yeah. pain. Your body keeps the score when you don't tell the story. Oh, put that on a t-shirt too. Listen, I'm right now called the body keeps the score because we feel as though our silence is going to heal us. It's the opposite. Mm -hmm. It won't. The body is taking what you don't tell, and it's and it's going into the back, the the, the lungs, the the kidneys, and mm -hmm. all of a sudden I got these pains because that your mental is so disrupted. It's starting to manifest in your physical. Your Your silence can be oh, different. I was going through today. Oh, girl. It's and been I mean, hard. it's been hard today, ready to say I quit. Oh, mm -hmm. God. I logged in and I'm saw so your live. Let me decide to join. God knows that. Yes, Lord. Thank, Thank you, you, Jesus. That's why we do what we do. That's why it's important to walk in your calling. You're right about that, Simone. No, because really, like I went, I went to a, I went to a luncheon today, and it was called "I Believe in You" luncheon. It wasn't really a luncheon, but whatever. So, and she was talking about like really fulfilling your assignment and how we we need to leave here empty. Yes, because of things like what she just said. Wow. 
Okay, I'm done. I'm going to run. <laughs> Corey, listen, when I tell you this book, that I, and I'm reading it because of therapy, The Body Keeps the Score, how people have different things happening to them physically because of what hasn't been uprooted. When, when you, I'm going to try to make this not so gross. When you eat something and it doesn't settle with you, what happens? You throw it up. Yep. It could be, it was bad food. It was it's either coming out the mouth or coming out the it's, other it's coming out because it, maybe it was um, stale, molded, some kind of stuff. You whatever you didn't, the kitchen might not have been clean in the restaurant. You don't know, but it looked real good on the plate, right? But it got down, it got down in your spirit and in your stomach, and was like, Muhammad oh, Ali, right? <laughs> like, what's going nah, on? Let me get me out of here, maybe. And and you try to I'm gonna drink some Vernon's or I'm gonna drink some ginger ale. No, no, no. If it's gonna come out, if it needs to come out, oh, out it out. comes out. It comes and you want it to come out. Here we go. I hate regurgitating. <laughs> I hate it. But sometimes when you when you when you when stuff come out, you're like, oh, I feel so much better. Thank you, Jesus. Right. Thank you, God. <laughs> you feel so much better. Hi, Tracy. Thank you, my dear. You feel it's toxic. It's got to come more, out. And I, I believe the more you try to hold it in, when it does finally come out, it's it's worse than what? It's worse. Yeah. And, and isn't that probably the basis of a lot of diseases? If you don't go to the doctor. My look, body holds stress, carries yes. stress untold. Yes, Nicole Joyce. Yes. Your body keeps the score when you don't tell the story. It's going straight to the body. But I don't feel like I should be talking about this straight to the body. What happened to cousin so-and-so? She ain't want to talk about it and took her out of here. Who got the body? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to die prematurely. I don't. Over some crap that I ain't been able to, I ain't forgave or I ain't dealt with or I ain't talked about generational stuff yeah and the other book i'm reading where is the other book i'm reading it's called it didn't start with you oh some of the stuff we do oh, and watch it some of the stuff you wrestling with ain't even yours put that book in the chat lhg baby I'm, I'm gonna put it in the chat because this thing is blessing my whole life that didn't Refer me to this book on how some stuff that we battle with, yeah, wasn't even our battle to begin with. Nicole said, "Unfortunately, it's a learned behavior to just keep things to myself." I get that, and that's not just you. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of us. Yeah, that's a, you talking about a lot of us, Nicole. That's not just you. It's not just you because you wonder, like she said about. earlier. I don't mean to cut you off. Like she said yeah. earlier, we want to sweep things under the rug. Ooh. We want to say whatever goes in this house stays in this house. So therefore, but she said it might have learned behavior. Yeah. Many of us were told not to express certain things. So all you was doing was being obedient to your parents or to whoever That's told right. you that. That's I heard right. that a lot. Don't go over your mouth. Don't do this. Don't do that. And unfortunately. Over the years, I kept hearing that don't, 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 until I finally got too full. Exactly, Nicole. Down. 
Yes, Nicole Joyce, listen, quit playing. That's a whole sermon. We take on assignments never assigned to us. And that's what we were talking about today in our in our class today. She, we was talking about how um we we endure unnecessary warfare. Oh, what needless that. pain we bear. Oh, what needless pain we bear. Because we and feel I'm always what is it? Oh, what needless oh, pain we bear. Something we forfeit uh, because we don't take it to him in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. There we go. Oh, what needless pain we bear. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Come on, Simone. Oh, what needless pain we bear. Wow. That's a whole. We forfeit our peace and mm -hmm. take on stuff that ain't supposed to be ours. Mm -hmm. It's needless pain. Mm -hmm. And we wonder why we're dealing with crazy warfare. Come on. And a lot of times we have the best intention, Simone. Well, I can help them. I can do that. He's put me on this earth to help. Yes, that is true. But, God but that's not your assignment. Did God, I mean, come on. We got to really, I really, this year, I want the lines of communication with God to be so clear. I Because I know who I am and how what I think. I really want to hear God. Our yeah. trash is full. Come on. We're we going around being a trash collector. Bad lady. <laughs> Listen. Come on here. Don't Erica Badu say that, sing that? Yes. <laughs> that song, I, it should be gospel. <laughs> bag lady. Listen here. Bags. It's bad. You're going to miss your bus. Carrying <laughs> now, how are you going to get to work if you miss your bus? Now you're going to get fired. Now you're mad. Put them bags down. Yeah. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Yeah. Stop forfeiting your peace. Yeah. And dealing with needless pain. Who need extra pain? Come on. Anybody got any extra pain? No, no. <laughs> extra pain for sale. Extra you don't need that. Sale. You don't need that. I refuse uh -huh. to be a bag lady another day of my NJ. In Jesus' name. Time, if it ain't a Gucci, if it ain't whatever your favorite purse is, I don't want to carry it. I don't want to carry it. Man. That's why your back hurt now. That's why your knees hurt now. Because you're carrying too many bags. Wow. I'm talking to me on that one. That's LHG I'm talking to. <laughs> your knees sound like Right and you got to talk. And right the thing, is, retreat, gotta, the thing is, we got to talk to ourselves. We have yes, to. Yes, you have to. You better, Simone. You have to sit yourself down in a quiet space, get in prayer. Like, girl, if you don't get yourself together, Ooh put these bags down. Put them down. If God didn't give it and to me, I don't down, want it. Go, Period. Don't, don't go back and pick it up either. Come on, Corey. What they say, when you lay it at the altar, leave it at the altar? I say run. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> she's a runner. She's a tax hey, Who made that song? Juvenile. I don't know. Drop it like it's hot. Who made that? I don't know who made. Drop it like it's hot. That should be gospel. <laughs> I could preach Listen. that. Drop it like it's hot. Okay. <laughs> the way I can see her now. The way she's going to be running. When you drop that thing, because you, you don't even want to be tempted to go back. Because sometimes you will drop it, but well, maybe I shouldn't have, well, maybe I could have, or maybe it was my fault. 
And maybe right. I could have been different. And maybe it was me and not him. And maybe drop it like it's hot, baby. Hot potato, hot potato. <laughs> duck, duck, goose. <laughs> what? Come on. If God yes. didn't give it to me, I don't want it. Oh, what needless pain we bear. We don't eat food out of the trash. So why God, why go no. back and get, why go back and get it when God has told us to leave it? Reverend Joyce, Reverend Joyce, I'm going to need you to come to the pulpit. Somebody go get Reverend Joyce and bring her to the pulpit because she's preaching here. <laughs> she's preaching in the, here in the tabernacle. <laughs> he said, cast all your cares upon him before he cares for he you. Cares. Cast them. Cast them. Throw them. Cast me throw. Baby. There you go, Lord. There you go. Throw that sucker and be like, pew, and then run. No, do it out. Do a three. Do a three pointer. Boom. Baby, and then run. Because the enemy, enemy trying to be like, well, you know, you could have treated him better than that. It was your thought. He really was a good. No, he wasn't. Nope. Drop him off at the altar and run. <laughs> no, no. If he got yeah. you all jacked up like that, no, you can't even sleep right and you just all me messed up in the mind. No. Come on. Drop him see, like it's hot. Drop her like she's hot. When you said that that song by Fantasia, I love that song. Um, Sometimes you got to lose to win. Oh, wow. And you have to. Wow. I agree with that. Because wow. she, she said those exact words. If it makes you cry, 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 all you do is fight. And I wish there was a Hallmark card <laughs> that said, I want to thank you for walking away from me. <laughs> it was the best yes. you gave me. Thank you, because now I'm walking in my destiny. Yes. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the breakup, because I wasn't strong enough to do it myself. The Lord used you to walk away from me, and that was all I ever needed. Thank you, and be blessed. Right. Hallmark cards. Right. For breakup, for the breakup. Yeah, I lost him, but boy, I gained something so much better. Come on. She said, Lord, give us all the quarterback anointing. <laughs> Come on here. <laughs> Come on here, Nicole. As far as possible. Listen. Yes, ma'am. You got that yes, right, AJ. Yes, ma'am. Listen, thank you for walking away. Be, be blessed. Adios. Be blessed. God bless you. God bless your heart and all your parts. <laughs> all of them. All of them. <laughs> I mean, and, and really, it, it ain't got to be a knockdown drag out. When you realize what God is doing, when you ask God to reveal things to you, when you ask God to show you people and show you you, believe me, he will. And then the other thing is ask him to help you to obey. It's mm -hmm. one thing to be shown something. Some of us get shown and we don't do nothing. Mm. You asked me to show you and you still wow. you asked me to, to fix it and you still not moving. What did they, they say? Don't act, don't tell. Right. If you if you don't want him to reveal nothing to you, you better not ask the Lord to reveal it to you. He wants what's best Damn for you. It. He wants what's best for you. So if that individual is not what's best for you, he's gonna show you some things. Well, I I think he might be cheating. How you know? Well, I saw the text messages, but I, I got to call the number and see. Okay, girl. Well, I, I called her and she said she knew my man, but I got to go over there and see. You got to go see her? What else you want? You going to snip her breath? 
Yep. And that's how we do that's God. And that's exactly how we do him. That's how exactly how we do. We got to see it to believe it. And that puts you in a worse, a worse, darker frame of mind. We got to see all this extra evidence when you already have enough to make your decision. Listen, I was, there was just past questions. I was, we were all in my family. We went to an Airbnb and I was watching the Santa Claus. I don't know why, but I'm obsessed okay. with all the Santa Claus movies. And <laughs> all of them. Yeah, all of them. Um, the girl said something. I don't know what she said, but they were doubting that Santa Claus is real. And, and I got a whole revelation out of it. I was like, wow. Whoa. I was like, this girl just spoke a whole sermon. <laughs> I can use some of the strangest things. She, I think she said, you don't have to, she said something along the lines, you shouldn't have to see it to believe or something like that. I don't Ooh-wee. know. And I'm sitting here like, girl, if you don't, listen. Yikes. Yikes. Because were- women, we want to see, smell, taste. taste. Whatever I'm gonna like, use all that five cents. You don't need all that. You you, you go to evidence right young. Just like you can't God, you can't say God use me and get upset to how he chooses to use you. Come yeah. on, if you say use me, Lord, that I'm open and available to you, Lord. You can't tell him how to use you. You can't tell him how that is if he chooses. You don't get you don't get to tell him what if you can just use me just like this right here. I wrote down, Lord, how I want to be used. <laughs> No, no, you don't get to- well, Lord. If you could just use me like Dr. Juanita Bynum, look, I'll look, be- look. <laughs> Child. well, one more, one more stage of grief, and we're gonna get out of here. Anger is perfectly normal, the article says, to feel anger in times of loss, but often people try to keep this stage of grief hidden. Mm. Anger. Is a difficult emotion to deal with and can be minimized by others. It's mm-hmm. important to find someone with whom we can connect in an honest way. Nakori, you did that today. You came on and you connected with Simone and I in an honest way. You go, girl. You already on the road. You already on the road to here. A round of applause. Literally. A round of applause. Literally. You're opening up about that. Because sometimes when you suppress stuff, it gets worse. It gets it festers and you yep. become a ticking time bomb. We mm-hmm. don't want that, Nakori. No. No. Yeah. The help you need. You know where to find me. Whatever. I'm a part of your, your village, whether you like me or not. <laughs> Look, I didn't kick the door in. I'm right here. <laughs> you don't even got no door. She yeah, took listen, the door off the hinges. You don't give a choice. I'm in here. I'm in here, girl. She took the door off the hinges. Look, kick it right on in. Like you got you. Kick it right on in, okay? But we all need somebody, y'all. We all need to have these kind of moments. These we kind all of moments. need somebody to you know. Yes, we do. <laughs> We are human. We're not invincible. We're, we're not at the gate yet. We ain't in our, our yeah. bodies and minds yet. Yeah. We're still in the middle of a human experience trying to have a spiritual one, but we still we still here. We still here. Let me so, be spiritual. Come on. You singing good night, Simone. <laughs> doing your good singing. Now you're doing your good singing, girl. <laughs> 
But this yes, that is true. Almost up, girl. I can't believe this two hours is almost up. I have enjoyed you, Simone. I have enjoyed you, Ellie. Nicori Joyce, everybody in the comments, I thank you. If you haven't already shared, please do so. We I need y'all. We're going to have to do a part two. I want to talk about real please. quick. Cherish your family and friends. Yes. If there is something going on that is reconcilable, try to reconcile it. Mm -hmm. now, some things are just a lot and it may not be, but if you can forgive and reconcile, try. Mm -hmm. I'm there right now. There's some stuff I'm dealing with where I'm I'm really on the road to forgiveness. I don't know if reconciliation is going to be, be a accompanied with that. Mm -hmm. But if nothing else, I know I have to forgive. That's Bible. Okay. Right. The yeah. Bible says you got to reconcile. It says you got to forgive. Yeah. So to forgive someone and get past what they did and to move on with my life is different from me going to them saying, can we start over? I may or may not be able to stomach that. I'm just being honest. Let's do small steps. I'm going to forgive. I'm going to talk about some things. I'm going to open up about some things. Get my healing. I'm here whatever you like. Yes, yes, yeah. Stand by. Stand by, ma'am. Please. <laughs> and thank you. More info to follow, Nicole Joyce. More info right. to follow. But I, I feel like in families, Simone, and so many families are going through issues where somebody then fell out with somebody over some stuff that came out from 40 years ago, or it could be some recent stuff. Mm -hmm. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. His resume only has three words on it. That's all. What? It's the shortest <laughs> resume. Steal, kill, destroy. And with that, I he hates families to be loving each other and supporting each other and being there. He hates that. That's the opposite of what he wants us to do. But yeah. we got to stop falling for the traps where we fall out over the silliest stuff mm. um, that can just be resolved by conversation. That's why yeah. it's critical conversations. Because some of y'all families need to sit down and have a critical conversation or two or 22 <laughs> to get to the root of some stuff with some prayers. Not two or 22. Some of us put our whole family on the couch in the therapist's office. The <laughs> bus, take the church bus to the therapist. <laughs> Listen. Put your family on the church bus and say we're going out to eat. We're going to stop at the therapist for a minute. Right. And all y'all need to talk. Right. Stop carrying this stuff down to our children. Stop letting this negative stuff be passed through our lineage because we don't want to talk about it. It's got to end with us. It's got to end. I got to get out of here. Simone, I, I love you. I, I love you. you. Listen, I follow you. Critical Conversations and join us on Tuesday night for Girl Tech Weekly. Girl, you can't think no better than that. You got this. You can do the commercial. <laughs> I will. We talking about me. female friendships, y'all. And think about the friendships that you have now and the ones you had that ended over some bull crap. Mm. I got a few stories. So we're going to break down. How can we do better? Thank you, Nicori. In, in just connecting and loving each other. It doesn't mean we have to agree on everything. 
but we should be able to love each other. That's coming mm-hmm. up this Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like, share, and follow Critical Conversations. Thank you. My Life Has Destiny Beach Podcast. Yes. Recovery Royal Appeal. Yes. Travel Services, I think it's called. Yes. And Trailblazers Radio. See, she know this girl. She's amazing. <laughs> she is so amazing. <laughs> well, we got like, to share and follow all of these pages, guys. Please and follow. make sure to be in the comments. Please. Girls that we claim, okay? We love, we love comments. We love having a good time with our viewers. So yeah. I bid you good night, everybody. I'm going to run my last commercial, and we're going to get out of here. Have good a very good, good evening, and be safe, everyone. Love and you, LHG. Out of here. Thank <laughs> you.